Welcome to the sanctuary. You're listening to DC Radio 96.3 HD4 and dcradio.gov, where we inspire, educate, and empower women of color to unapologetically transform into their most authentic and healthy selves by tapping into the goddess within. Welcome to the sanctuary. You're listening to DC Radio 96.3 HD4 and dcradio.gov. I'm Wendy Cherry, your host, and it is the last show of the season, and we are talking about one of my favorite topics, and that's just being um, in tune with the seasons and being um, able to you go through the seasons and be um, healthy and be vibrant and understand what the seasons mean. So we are heading towards winter solstice here in the United States. We are a few days away from Christmas and what they call New Year. And I have in the studio with me a very, very special goddess named Adama Craig. And she is the principal of Grace in Motion and Astro Noir, and she's an herbalist, and she's a organic farmer. She's super dope. This is her third time, actually, on the show. That's how dope she is, because she just has so much great information. I just keep wanting to uh, pick her brain and have her share. So welcome to the show, Adama Grace. I said your other last name, but Adama Grace. So welcome to the show, and thank you for your patience. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me um, on again. It's always, you know, a pleasure to just build with you and share the information out. Well, thank you. So we're going to get right to it because, you know, we were running a little late, so we're going to get right to it. So I wanted to just talk about the season that we're in. So when I was growing up, I used to not be able to <clears throat> stand the when the winter came. Since the fourth grade, like when the fall came, and I'm a fall baby, my birthday's in October. So, but when the winter came and when the fall came, not so much fall, because I was hyped for my birthday, then I would do Halloween, you know, but then after that, and that time changed, then I would slide down the hill. You know what I'm saying? Emotionally. Emotionally, I would just be a little depressed when it was dark at four o'clock. I was not too happy about that. Um, there were just a lot of things that I didn't like about it. And so this was in the, the early 80s. And so I'm not sure if there was a diagnosis of SAD then, seasonal affected disorder, but I definitely had it. And when I heard about it, I was like, that's me. I checked off all of the symptoms. So can you explain to us exactly what seasonal affected disorder is and what happens to the body, if you know, when people get that? Because then I want to tie it into what's happening with us here moving towards winter and the winter solstice and the holidays. Okay, yeah. Um so every organism on the planet uh, needs sunlight, and we uh, pretty much, you know, um, D.C., Baltimore, we're at like the 39-degree, um, you know, 39-degree um, latitude. Um, and so the equator is, of course, zero. Um, and the closer you are to the equator, the more sun you get. So, you know, towards the equator, and we're just going to say, like, you know, Jamaica, I believe, is at, like, 10 degrees. Haiti's, like, 13 degrees. Okay. So, Ghana, Accra, is, like, literally at zero oh, wow. degrees by five. Okay. It's zero longitude, but, you know, um, what's the name? Um, um Five latitude, and so they get twelve hours of sun, twelve hours of night. You know, the sun for them rises and sets. You know, 
pretty much, you know, six to six. Okay. Um, whereas because we are so far north, right, when the Earth does its rotation, we lose daylight. And we need that sun to activate um, many things. Right. Uh, vitamin D, you know, our melanin, is, it does many things with our hormones. So when you don't have the vitamin D, which really is a hormone, it's called vitamin D, but it's a hormone, mm-hmm. that other, your other hormones are made off of, then you're going to have issues with being sad, with, you know, perhaps depression. Um, the ways to combat that, right, of course, are get some sun. And, and I have to say this, for my melanated people, because we have natural sunscreen, it takes us longer yeah. to get the same amount of sunlight as, um, you know, folks that don't have as much melanin. So in the winter, it's still important to make sure that you get sunlight and not sunlight through a window. Not through a and window, even right. right. Even if you wear glasses, take the glasses off because all glasses have UV protection. Right. And you need the sun to actually go into the eye to activate the reticular activating system to be able to so forth to go through your eyes and, and get all the way back to the back of your brain. Correct. You need that ultraviolet light to do that. Correct. So that will help. And then I take a vitamin D supplement, um, especially in the winter. Oh, and then last thing, go and get a um, clamp. Um, it's called full spectrum light bulb. Um, you can get it, you know, at Lowe's or Home Depot or wherever you get plant stuff. Um, it's, and even though it says it's to grow plants, we're alive too. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And so that's going to have the full spectrum that we need. And I would put that light bulb, um, they run about five bucks. I would put that in places in the house where I spend the most time in the winter. Okay. Um, to again, make sure you're getting, you know, full spectrum of light. I have never, ever heard that. That's a good one. So thank you for that. So, yes, when you don't get your vitamin D and you don't get it, it definitely is a um, it can be a depressive effect. So just recently, I would say maybe in the last two to three years, I understood what was supposed to be happening in the cycle of fall in the cycle of winter, in the cycle of spring, and in the cycle of summer. I was not just going with the flow of the cycle. I was still trying to be my North American self, living in a metropolitan area, moving around and doing the same things that I did in the summer that I would do in the winter, or the same things in the spring that I did in the fall. So you can't do that. Because that's not how the body, that's just not how the human body or other living beings, that's not how they are, that's not how we're set up. And so I think many of us know about a bear from being little. You hear about the bear's hibernation and that they store food and even little squirrels, you see them in the fall getting all their little nuts together, little cheeks all full, and they take it to wherever they go and then they relax for the season and then they come back out in the spring and they do their thing. And that's right, right? It is. As a matter of fact, I remember reading and finding out that bears, um, their uh, breathing slows down to two minutes. Oh. In their heart, two beats a minute. Two beats a minute. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I was like, how, how are you, you know, like, how do you not die? Right. You know, creation <laughs> is amazing. Um, and so, right, that's why they have to put on all that weight before they go into hibernation because they live off of that through the winter. Right. And their body just takes it all the way down, um, which, you know, again, two, two beats a minute, I'm like, wow. Um, right. So just we are a part of nature, right, not outside of nature. So we also... Um, are supposed to be moving towards a time of stillness. Um, okay. It is the energy 
So masculine energy, and it doesn't, you know, we all have masculine, we all have feminine. Yes. Masculine energy is the sun, it is movement, it is being fully active. That's going to be like June 21st, right? Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. summer solstice, when we have the longest day of the year up north. But now we're in the shortest day, it's more feminine, it's a time for reset city. Okay. So it is a time to be still, it is a time to go within, to reflect on what has happened over your last, I'll say, growing season, so to speak. What did you grow? What did you harvest? Um, and then sit and, and mull over that. Um, think about what it is you want to plant in the coming year. Water that with good intention. Um, it, this over the next couple of days it, what is what should be happening. And you do have uh, cultures that celebrate the solstice uh-huh. um, with ritual. Okay. Um, in, in that they come together, you know, um, maybe there's a, a bonfire or, you know, there's, there's a way of celebrating the dark night, so to speak. Um, because the sun is going to rise again. So So I I wanted to stay there for a second because I thought it was very interesting. So we're talking about the winter solstice. So I I would like for you to, um, to, to just, you just gave us like sort of like an overview, but I don't think I had the, the actual thing up on the screen that we're talking about the actual winter solstice. But if any of you watch the show, Mixed-ish. Mixed-ish is the spinoff of Blackish with Tracy Ellis Ross and the whole new cast talking about her upbringing in the 80s in L.A. and her parents lived on a compound and then they had to move to the real world in the big city. And so this particular episode, which was just last week, which was so funny to me, was that they were celebrating winter solstice. Because that's what they always did. Now, these little kids, Bo and her two little siblings, had no idea about Christmas, about Santa Claus, and about whatever decorations and all those things that happen during that time. So they, their grandparents, the black grandparents came and was like, no, this is Christmas. So there was a tug of war between Bo's mom and dad and her black grandparents about which one is the correct one to celebrate Wow! and what do they all mean? And I just thought it was so interesting that they were putting this on TV and that they were, you know, I just thought it was beautiful that they were introducing it because I think that most people don't know many, many people don't know what it is, especially if they come from a very traditional spiritual system they don't look at it favorably. And so Bo's, Bo's mama Bo's grandmother did not look at it favorably, you know? Right. And so Bo right. was like, we're going to decorate in this winter solstice. We're going to have a little fairy come out. And then she went to the store and came back. And then her grandmother had tricked the whole house out with the Christmas tree and whatever. Right. And so then the kids were like, well, what do we get? They get presents. It's like the commercialization then. These little kids were like, what do you mean? We can ask for anything. We can get whatever we want. So it was just a a cute way, I thought, to introduce the winter solstice to maybe people who hadn't thought about it before. And it's a real thing. You know what I mean? And so if you can just give us again, like maybe the a few things about winter solstice and then I want to share an experience I had during winter solstice of 2017 with you. Okay. So, um, yeah. I know this gets real touchy Mm -hmm. with, I'll just say, um, particularly, um, you know, our Abrahamic uh, faith. I was going to say that. (laughs) Islam and, you know, Christianity and uh, Judaism. Judaism. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think tolerance and appreciation of other people's ways of connecting, um, with divinity, um, 
you know, being able to, to be happy that people have that and to celebrate that, I'll say, with them. Mm-hmm. Um, not that you have to bring it into your home, but to be open to understanding that other people have other ways of right. accessing the design, right? Right. Um, so um, I grew up in a Christian household. Of course, we learned that... Um, Pagan uh, rituals were were bad and and um, not to be engaged in. And um, as I um, grew up, grew out, um, explored the world for myself, mm-hmm. um, I was able to find um, other information um, that expanded my worldview. Right. And so to that. Um, you know, I was in India, um, very around Diwali, which is a festival, the yes. festival of light. Yes. It happens around that time. And then, of course, you know, there's Hanukkah, which celebrates um, an overcoming of a people, a narrative that they have of, of being able to, to survive and um, light the candles instead of uh, staying lit for one night, they lit for eight nights. Mm-hmm. And again, it's it's about light. Um, the Yule log, um, it really comes from a Germanic background. Many of the Christmas norms, I'll say, uh, came through uh, German mm-hmm. um, and, you know, um, Nordic tradition and were adopted into Christianity. So, right. um, you know, the, even the birth of Christ, um, the I'll say the um, in the Bible it says that you know there was a census going on because remember um, they had to get back to um, their land of birth because there was a census going on and they had to be counted right and so uh, not quite sure of census in you know. Uh, Israel or Bethlehem happened uh, in December, is what I'm saying. Right. So it is. It is uh, beautiful that Chris, uh, the birth of Christ is celebrated now, but it also coincides with the fact that the sun, in a sense, it calls stand still. That's what it means. Solstice. Right. Solstice. Right. Sun mm-hmm. still. Okay, and that happens from like the 21st to the 24th. And then the sun regains, we regain minutes because the earth begins to retilt back, you know, down. And so we gain, we gain sunlight again. So the sun is reborn. Returning, again. yes. Okay. So um, I would say in 2017, I decided to do a winter solstice meditation, right? And at okay. that time, I had just become an entrepreneur. I, that was my um, eighth month of being an entrepreneur, trying to figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and, you know, I had no job and I was just trying to figure out my life. And so <clears throat> I decided to do this winter solstice. It was just online on Facebook. It was just a group of women. And by the time I dialed on, there were 700 people there on this Facebook live call. Right. And so the, the, there was a woman leading it and she was asking us questions about what were we grateful for, for 2017, 2017 for me personally, it was the one year. It was the, one of the um, most transformative trans, just everything changed in 2017 for me. I bought a house. I traveled the world. You know, I went traveling by myself and had my own eat, love, pray in Southeast Asia. I left really terrible, stressful situations. I was taking control of my health. That all happened in 2017. So I, I was saying what I was grateful for. And then she asked us, what was our vision for 2018? And I just was like, well, I don't know. Cause, cause I didn't know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I always like health. I was like, you know, on the journey of healing myself and wanting to talk about and learn more about health and 
all of a sudden, one of the women on this page, now this was a multicultural group, but there was this woman on the page who said, I am so proud of myself. I just graduated from integrative health coaching school. I had never heard of such. Integrative health coaching school, never heard of it in my life. So I reached out to her and she told me about the school. And when I went on their Facebook page, I realized that almost everybody I knew liked the page. For the, okay. It was for the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. That's the school that I went, wound up going to. Ain't never heard of that in my life. Even my sisters were friends of that page. So I'm like, what is this place? So this was, like I say, this was the winter solstice. So I think this was December 21st of 2017. And the class was starting January 10th. And the tuition was reasonable where I could pay it if I paid it. Um, I could I could pay it and then I could pay it and I could get a tax write off because it was the end of the year. It just all made sense. So I went and took the class, but I would have never known about it. I would have never been been in a space of gratitude. I would have never been open to receiving and getting that kind of information had I not been in that specific meditation at that time because it was still winter. I don't like winter. I didn't like winter necessarily. It was dark already. And I was in the house like, uh, it's dark and it's cold and I'm in the house. You know what I'm saying? So I was grateful I that I, um, yes, I, it was, I was grateful that I was able to um, sit still enough and get still enough to be able to allow that kind of, so that kind of, you know, information to come to me. And I'm so grateful. So winter solstice now to me means a whole different thing. And that was my first experience with even entertaining, for lack of a better word, winter solstice in that way. Okay. Well, that is awesome, right? The synchronicity, we're in the space to receive. But also it makes sense because, um, again, this is a time of deep receptivity, right? Uh So if we can get in a space of of being quiet and uh, receiving, then things will show up without us having to move into our masculine energy of going out after it. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So there are a few things I want to just kind of like talk about what we can do to prepare for the winter solstice. And so my friend Stephanie is on and she said that she can't hear me asking the question. So I'm not sure what, what, what that's about, but um, getting prepared for the winter solstice, what are some things that we can do? I know for myself, I move away from so many cold foods and I eat warmer foods. Um, But share, share your experience and and some things we can do. Okay. So the winter solstice, but not just, Oh, now there's, there's some feedback. I'm not quite sure what's happening. I didn't have any feedback before. Okay. Now I don't have any feedback. Yeah. Okay. So what, what I was going to say is what can happen is um, oh, we're moving into the winter and traditional Chinese medicine, mm-hmm. um, just moving with that system, deals with uh, certain organs um, with each season. Um, and so we're moving from the lungs and the large intestine and that is the fall, and we're moving to the kidneys and the and the bladder. Okay, and kidneys and bladder. Yes, and it and it and so for the winter up to like basically the spring equinox, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a time of eating. Um, the the seasoning for that is more salt. Okay. Um, liquid, so soups, mm-hmm. lots of soups. Mm-hmm. broth, you know, it's um, being able to deeply nourish the kidneys. And the kidneys deal with, you know, the frequency, the energy, because it's your rain, right? It's your rain. Okay. Um, so, 
um, the antithesis of it would be, you know, cowardness, hmm. fear. Fear, okay. So, fear. So being able to, um, again, strengthen the kidneys um, and, and keep, and of course, you know, brown and black people disproportionately um, deal with diabetes. Yep. And kidney right? disease and dialysis and all those things. Yes. All of those things. So it's backing away from too many sweets. Um, it's backing away from really lots of dry, hard things and having more liquid, more more heat. And and I know folks will Google. They can do all kinds of Googling, right? Right. To find out some, some more um, herbs that go along with the winter time. But it's a time of that. So in this season, it's about um, maybe doing a, a cleanse. Okay. Um, and when I say a cleanse, because it's cold out, you don't want to open yourself up with doing a lot of cold liquids, okay? Because people will do that. They'll be like, oh, and they'll juice. Juice fast. Days. Right. Juice fast, right, with <laughs> lots and lots of greens. And we right. love our greens, but those cool your body down, mm-hmm. right? That's mm-hmm. why it's great to do juicing in the summer. Yeah. You should be eating lots of raw food anyway. Yeah. But in the winter, you want warmer. So even if you're going to do juice in the winter, make sure you add cayenne to it or ginger to it. Because mm-hmm. that will bring some heat yep. to the cooling, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so those are some of the things you can do for the solstice. Um, you know, if you are a person that burns incense or if you do Agni Hotra, you know, um, the sacred fire, burning the sacred fire. There's so many ways that people choose to honor um, the divine feminine, but it just really is a time to be still, go within, rest, um, recoup your energy, mm-hmm. regenerate. Um, again, this is a good time for Qigong exercises that build mm-hmm. and tonify the kidney. Um, those, those are just things that would be good for this season. So I um, am taking an awareness class as in in this class, we are preparing for, um, you know, 2020 and preparing to go into hibernation, per se, for the winter, because we're really still in the fall. Technically, we're still in the fall. The the uh, winter solstice then brings in the winter, and then I right. and I put a little pin here for myself, and we'll talk about New Year's Eve and all this frenzied energy, and, and it ain't even really New Year's Eve. So let's just cycle back there for a second. <laughs> but you know, there I, if you, if you are on Instagram or if you're on social media and you're paying attention to all of these things, somebody has a ritual or somebody has uh, some steps for you to do for all of it, right? Right. And so what I am learning in um in in the last March through the early part of the summer, I took a Tantra class. It's just level Ooh. one, just level one. Nice. And so I'm really trying to keep in tune with what my intuition and what my own body is telling me and things like that. So everybody had all these rituals for us to do, but I went within to myself. And I decided what felt good to me to do. What was it intuitively, what was my intuition telling me to do for myself around the preparation of this? And so part of it was just to, to like clean up my house. You know what I'm saying? Get rid yeah. of a whole bunch of stuff. Get rid of old things because there's a whole new energy of 2020 is coming. And I haven't always done the best at allowing things. I've always been the doer, doer, doer. And so I am trying to, not trying, I see, and I'm even watching my language. I am navigating the space of allowing and being and not just going with the crystals, going with the candles and going with all these things because I am the magic. So what I keep telling myself is I am the magic. I am the magic and those things enhance what I was born with, what I have innately and what I need to get back in tune with. So, um, 
you know, I've been cleaning and if the energy just feels so good and I've been saging my home and I've been talking to my plants and getting my plants prepared for when I'm gone for two weeks and praying that they still there. And, you know, just those little types of things. I've been on a whole soup kick. Me and the fun man are like boys. Like I'm there almost all the time. I'm learning to make my own fun. Like I'm I'm getting in tune with these um teas and you know I got my ginger and my tea here right now and my cinnamon and everything just trying to warm because also just because other people do things don't mean you should I don't digest cold raw vegetables so I'm not gonna be raw because raw doesn't work for me so you oh so just learning to go within to your own intuition and to trust it and you can talk to other people and get some guidance but at the end of the day you are your own internet you are your own google you are your own gps system your body will tell you you just have to learn to listen to it and i'm learning to listen to it because i've been on bed rest for the last few days and it's hard but I have been because my body is requiring that of me. So I just wanted to say that about when you're preparing, we can get on Google, but just when you, when it says to burn this yellow candle and, and put some oil on it and then whatever, see if it really resonates with you. Does that really make sense? It could be like the best thing to do, but maybe for you at that moment, it might not be. So don't get, I don't want you to be pigeonholed into just something you saw. That that's all right. I'm saying. I'm agreeing with that wholeheartedly. Like you, you are the authority. You know, these other things are tools to help raise the vibration, um, but they don't they don't make it or break it. They help to raise and enhance vibration. Right. Yeah. And it's all about vibration. So let's talk about the vibration of this time that we're in for the holidays, and what does it mean, and what. And what it could sig- signal for some people, and you know, what is a new way to think of it? Okay. Well, um, right now, you know, we're in a transition, and I guess I kind of feel like I want to give folks an overview, in a sense. Okay. For 2020. So, um, 2020, 2020, right? I'm sure there's going to be all kinds of know awesome memes and things around 2020 yep um astrologically you've got pluto sitting in capricorn and i I talked about this in in the last time i was there i'm pretty sure because the last time pluto was in capricorn was during the american revolution okay um pluto has to do with um in Capricorn. Capricorn is government, big industry. Pluto is transformation. Okay. Um, sort of like by any means necessary. Pluto is, is very gangster kind of energy. It's gangster underworld, you know, uh, energy. Wow. Um, but it, yes. And so where Saturn is, is testing and disciplinarian and karma, you know, Pluto is like, no, nah, I got some C4. We just gonna blow it up, and uh, you know, then we'll take some pieces and put them back together in a different way and see what we got. Um, right now, we have Pluto in Capricorn, and we also have Saturn in Capricorn. Now, because we are coming around with the other planets all coming into Capricorn as well, that energy is gonna be amplified. Jupiter takes 13 uh, years to move through all the signs, right? Okay. And it's moving from Sagittarius into Capricorn. So it's going to be, it's there like in Capricorn now, and it's going to be there all the way through January 2021. Okay. So now you've got Jupiter and Saturn, which, and this is Saturn's home. Capricorn is, you know, Saturn's home. So it's like sitting on its throne, and then you've got Pluto. Okay. All of that is government, big business. Okay. I, I, so I'm hoping you can see the theme yeah, here. Yeah, I mean, if y'all can see it, open your eyes. This is exactly what's happening now, this craziness that's happening now. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, um, and oh, and then Pluto, um, 
Saturn is like the line, the defining line, but Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto are all outer planets. They, they have a longer orbit, so in a sense they have a, a heavier energy. That's just the best way I can put it. So this, this stuff takes longer. Okay. And what's called the mundane or inner planets move quicker. You know, Mercury moves through a sign, a zodiac sign, in, or a constellation in three weeks, and oh. then it's on to the next. Okay. The moon, the reason the moon is like mom, right, or feminine energy is because she spends two and a half to three days in a sign. So she makes it through the whole, zo- the whole zodiac or through the entire constellation within 28 days. Right. Okay. So that's where we get right? the full moon, the dark moon, the half moon, all and all that. Moon. Okay. Right. right. So you see, but she sees all of the children within 28 days, you see. Okay. Whereas Mercury is like three weeks. Venus takes like five weeks per sign, usually zodiac sign or constellation. Okay. The heavens. Mars takes six to eight, you see what I mean? So those are all inner. When you get to Jupiter, that's when it takes a year, Hmm. right? Saturn, two and a half to three years. Uranus, seven years. Neptune, 14 years. Pluto, 14 to 30 years. Wow. Right, so... Pluto's been in Capricorn since 2008, and it's not um, moving until 2024. <clears throat> so, what we we're going to continue to see upheavals uh, in government. We're going to continue to see um, covers being pulled off of corrupt behavior all the way to 2024 we still have all that time we still have we still have all that time for governments you know how like over this time we used to have one sudan now we have sudan and southern sudan you know we had countries emerge during this time there you know i'm just saying into worldwide we're not done right okay upheaval okay now to our own country, um, Mercury is going to be retrograde um, three times this year. It's going to be kind of half air signs and then half water. Okay. So the first one's coming up like February 17th until I think it's March 12th, right? Second one's going to be in June. Um, matter of fact, I can say June 5th. Um, oh, no, I'm sorry, I'm looking at the eclipses. Um, Mercury, the second one, June 17th, um, and then coming out July 12th. And But it's the last one. It's going to go in October 13th, and it's coming out November 3rd. And, okay. you know, some elections are going to be happening. Yep, elections, yep. So elections while Mercury's turning direct. The last time Mercury was out of sync and we had an election is when George Bush and Al Gore. When George the stole hang- the election at that time <laughs> with them hanging, the, hanging the chats. <laughs> right. That was I'm foolishness. Right. So this is my thing. So this is my thing with those things. I remember the fear and the anger and the pissed offness and the side eyes I was giving back in that day. I remember that day sitting there going, y'all are on some bull. Y'all know better. This is craziness. Everybody sees it. Nobody's doing anything to stop this. And it's sort of like what's happening now. When I did decide to to peep my head into this daggone um, thing that's happening with 45 I was like, y'all know better. These people are coming out here and telling y'all what what went down and y'all are still playing these games. However, my groundedness within myself is different. I know who I am more than I did back in whenever that was 2001 or whatever, 2000 with, with, with um, Bush. Um, so that's why it's important. And that's why I like to share the information on this show is like, You don't have control over these things. You have control over you. 
over you. You don't even have control <laughs> over your kids or your family. You have control over right. you. So what yeah. are some things that you can do to preserve your sanity, to preserve your peace of mind, to go with the flow of all of these like even going in the flow with the seasons has helped me to calm my little self down. You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm a doer. Right. So knowing that I'm supposed to be hibernating in the winter, knowing that spring is when I come out and then summer's when I pop out, like Sydney says, like those are the things that have helped me to keep myself together. So I know you have a thought. You just, yeah, okay. no, you, you said it. I mean, uh, this is the bigger conversation that I think is already just happening anyway with, like, self-care, mm-hmm. um, especially if you, again, I'm absent, I'm black because, you know, of the climate of this country. Right. So, you know, every day there is something that is on social media that is, you know, terrorizing and re-triggering. Traumatizing, Right. right. Yes. So knowing how to uh, tap out, you know, Mm -hmm. when you need to like step back, take a break, unfollow certain sites, um, just choose to not watch certain stuff. I don't watch the news. Nope. Me neither. And I still find out everything. You find out what you're supposed to have to know. I'm just saying, I I have enough, I'll say woke friends. (laughs) Yeah. I get stuff. Right. Um, But I follow enough kind of local politics. Mm-hmm. I live in Baltimore mm-hmm. where I find out things. So I make sure I share it out so whoever, you know, is not clued into those will get it from my site. Right. So it's kind of, everybody takes their own little part, right? Yep. Um, that this too shall pass, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because we come from the most resilient people on the planet. Amen. We come from the most resilient people People on the planet, mm-hmm. we can really say it's gonna be all right. It's, it's gonna be all right. Mm-hmm. We know how to go get beans yep. and some rice yep. and make a meal if that's what we need to do. So, yep. same thing with you know, we're gonna be all right, mm-hmm. we're we gonna be okay. Um, and the universe is self correcting, it's self correcting, yes. everything has a cycle, and yes. so you know, we've had some empires they, they've crashed. We've had right. different things have happened even in, in our lives. We've had some really up times and we've had some really down times. Everything right. is ever changing, ever evolving. And then this is note to Wendy, the the least amount of white knuckling you do trying to hold on to any specific thing, the better off you are. Truly, you, everything is a blessing and everything is for you, right? Yep. I have learned, now let me, I'll just say it, I have a Taurus sun with a Leo rising. It's okay. late, so it shows up as Virgo, but that's double six, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. So if I get fixed on something, mm-hmm. I'm fixed, right? But I have learned that man's rejection is God's protection. Surely, surely. And our friend okay. Cheryl says, divine love protects and enfolds. Like, you know. Yes. Yeah, so... Yes. Yes. I, I, but I'm saying specifically with that, I'm saying when I feel like I'm being rejected, mm-hmm. like when I feel like somebody's saying no about something, yep. I think it should be a yes, <laughs> and I get all in my feelings, right? And I'm yes. like, bah, 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 bah. and I'm like, well, I know how to make things happen. Let me go around this way. Let me begin. That used to be me. I yeah. used to do a lot of white knuckling when yes. I was younger. Yes. Uh, in, in age and maturity, I have learned that like, you ain't got to go through all of that. Absolutely. Now, we're not saying take things at face value immediately because sometimes folks will try and block your blessing. Yeah. But check in to know the difference. Is this something I should push, you know, a little bit because, you know, they don't know what I know? Or is this no, no, beloved, you know, God is trying to take you another way. Right. So let's, let's just let this go. So that has been a blessing. I did want to share so people will know that, and I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this calendar, it's really important to know that pretty much August, September, part of October are not good times if, 
to really jump forward in some things because okay. we will have like one, two, three, four, like five to six planets retrograde at the same time. Wow. Okay. That's a lot of energy to be in a a hold or you know looking backward state. Okay. You know, for, for whatever energy that is, it's asking you to do review in that house, review in that sign, review with the energy of that planet, right? Okay. So, you know, one or two planets backwards, you know, that's life, because not all planets, and it's, it just means that the elliptic has changed course, so from the Earth, it looks like it's moving backwards, and the energy feels different. Okay. So then it moves back to its regular elliptic, and then that's considered station direct and moving forward. Okay. Okay. We have like July, August, June, and July. You've got Jupiter and you've got um, Saturn retrograde um, and Pluto. But then again, like I said, starting August, starting September, you got Uranus and Neptune jumping into that. That's a whole lot of energy. Yeah. So if you have some major initiatives, now through April is the time to jump out there. Okay, so now through April is the time to jump out there. Okay. With with initiatives. If you can't make it happen by then, then I would lay back in the cut until earliest mid-November. Really, I was mid-December. Well, it's interesting because maybe a few years ago when I was working on my website, I was at an event with Adama and she was like, Mercury's about to be in retrograde. I was about to launch my website. I didn't need to be told twice. She said this period of time and my web designer, shout out to Ty, was in the room too. I'm like, she's speaking to us. So I did not launch my website at that time because I don't want no problems. You know what I'm saying? When you know what the energy is, when you know what to expect, I didn't white knuckle it. And we needed all that time. We needed all that that time. And and more. That's the time. Yeah. That's the time. So anytime Mercury's in in retrograde, Shout out three times a year mm-hmm. for three weeks. Mm-hmm. It's time to review. 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 Reclaim. Rewrite. Read. Just, that's when you read. Right. Don't do no new stuff. And especially not no contracts or anything with communication. Communication, right? Right. right. Yep. So we're just, and that's why we're saying that election day falling on the day that Mercury should be going direct is Right, so don't get, don't get your feelings up in the, in the election. Right, That's so don't I, get your feelings in it because they do what they want to do. Like it's always this country wanna. was built on people, certain group of people doing what they want to do regardless. Exactly. So right. just figure out what is it that you want to do. That you got to focus on the things okay. that you can control. And focus on the things that make you happy, because at the end of the day, really, in my opinion, and I'm sure you agree, Adama, it's about vibration. So if you want to be in fear, if you want to be um, full of anxiety and all those different things, that's your choice. You, You can do that. Have at it. However, there are other things you can do. And it doesn't even have to be so deep. It could just be being around your loved ones. And it don't have to be family because sometimes your family ain't the ones that you feel love from. Holding somebody's hand. Like sometimes when I need a little boost, I get on Facebook and I look at the baby videos. And then the the soldiers coming home videos. And I will be on the floor snotty because I just love it. They crack me up. And then those soldiers videos, it just makes me feel so good. Ellen just did this three days of blessing people, right? And there was this one little boy that she blessed on there along with Sterling K. Brown. And they, this little brother, he's got to be 20, 1920. He's a, he's a, he is a sign flipper in LA. So you can imagine people hate on him. They say, get a real job. They say whatever. His energy was amazing. He said that when he's on the bus going two and a half hours one way to come back two and a half hours, he feels what it looks like to drive because on his GPS, it says it's only 12 minutes away. And he says he would sit on the bus and feel what it felt like to be driving. And he said that sign flipping brings him joy And he said that is his lane and he put his little sign down and he was surfing on that lane, right? 
Ellen and Sterling K. Brown took that little boy to a, that young man to a, uh, a, a car place, and he got to pick out any car he wanted to. What? He manifested that, and Sterling, Sterling K. Brown said, I think you, you manifested this. He said that. He said, I think you yeah. brought this into existence because of the feeling. He felt good yep. regardless. He didn't focus on the fact that the bus was long. You can't focus on these idiots on TV at the hearings. You focus on the things that make you right. happy. And right. Ellen is giving him a job and she gave him $100,000. Oh, what? Oh. She gonna put him on the red carpet. Yes. Okay. I was okay. boo-hooing and I showed it to my daughter yeah. and her little girlfriend and I was just like, I want to teach her now. It's the feelings that get right. the blessings. Oh, yeah. It's the feelings you, that you, do the shifting. You gotta, you gotta, if you, yeah, you gotta shake it off. You gotta, you know, and, and, and it's, it's real. Like, yes. it's so, it's so real. And sometimes, even if you didn't, I'll say draw it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't draw it, but it, it came. It came. Because we, we, we are alive. We live on this earth, yep. right, in, in, the, in the dimension of time and space yep. and gravity. Yeah. So gravity makes us get older. You know, I'm just saying it's things pull down. We're going to, you know, we're matter, you know, that's held together. But over time, it starts to unravel. Yep. And, you know, it's okay. Yeah. So, you know, these are our space suits that, you know, mom and dad, dad, you know, gave some of the DNA. Mom let us sit and, you know, do some of her stuff to create our space suits. Yep. mom. <laughs> and so we have our space suits that, you know, hold us here so that our spirit can learn lessons that we need. And since we're all down here, you know, we're learning lessons with and in bumping into each other sometimes and learning those lessons. Yep. So again, that not taking it personal, like, okay, this is not cool, but how can I use it? What What's the lesson? What's the blessing? Yep. How to shift that energy so that you don't shut down your ability to manifest or room fest forward what it is you need to materialize Correct. into time or space, Correct. right, for yourself. Yes, I love that. Well, I know your time. You've been very patient with me, so I want to make sure that you are uh, safe over there with your timing. Thank you. Um, so thank you so much for joining me again. Have a wonderful winter and solstice and holiday on your travels. And I look forward to connecting with you in 2020. Yes, definitely looking forward to it. Thank you for having me. Always. I appreciate it. Um, Everybody else, you know, just um, be grateful. That's really all I can say. Be grateful for everything. For everything. 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 Be grateful for everything. It'll work out. Thank you. All right, sis. Peace. So I wanted to spend this the last few minutes talking about, like, the spirit of the holidays and just making sure that you are not getting caught up in the frenzy because this is a time of frenzy. Everybody's out. So they call it the hustle and bustle and they make it really pretty. And they show you all like the little carolers outside and they make it real sexy for you to spend your money is basically what it is. And so this time of year is not really the new year. The new year is at the spring equinox. This is the time that the government has created to infuse the economy with cash at the end of a certain time frame, at the end of a quarter. So we're, I guess, in the fourth quarter. Um, And so they don't necessarily see us or recognize us who live here as citizens. We are recognized as consumers because we buy everything, right? And so this is the time. You notice how the marketing of the holidays and us spending money happens earlier and earlier. You might mess around one day and see the freaking Christmas tree up in Target up in the corner, and it's still August. You know what I'm saying? It's because it's just a planting of the seed in your mind to let you know that it's time to start thinking of the presents and thinking of the gifts that you want to start buying 
for your family and for your friends or whatever. So um, just be careful of that. And we are moving so far away from the human experience of just loving each other and being with family and having a good meal and everybody just being around and listening to music and laughing and talking. Um, that That is something that you can do that is probably one of the greatest gifts that you can give to yourself and to your family. You you going to have to snatch the, the phones from the teenagers. I have a teenager, so she will sit in a room with everybody and they'll all be on the phones together. So sometimes I snatch the phones. But moving away from us being so robotic because we have become so robotic because it just clicks on. Oh, I saw the Christmas tree. Oh, I know it's that time. They put the holly up. I see green. I see red. You automatically are triggered to say it's time to start spending money. And then I remember when I was little in the 70s and the 80s, the Cabbage Patch doll was the first time that I remember fools were fist fighting each other on TV to get a present for their child. I I remember that. My mom got us one, but she ain't fight for it like that. Um, And so when my daughter was little at four, I told her that mommy and daddy gave her stuff. And, you know, my mom said that all of the years of her being a single parent, she was tired of having a fat white man take all the credit for her spending all this money and for her because my mom creates magic. She has created magic all my life. She's still creating magic. I'm almost 50. And that was what she did. And but it's stressful, too. So for us, for the parents who are stressed out, for the people who are stressed out about spending money during this time, just know you don't have to do it. You can make another choice and you can create a new tradition for your family. Um, So just think about that. The other thing is that at December 31st, when it's five, four, three, two, one, you don't feel nothing. You don't. All you doing, you doing the, the, the high five, Jessica's laughing. So what you're really doing is you're saying cheers to with your friends. You might, you know, you might smooch your boo or whatever, who's ever in the room. But really, you don't feel nothing because really nothing is happening. Energetically, there is nothing significant about that time except for the we've created this. The, the, the powers that be have created this time. The real shift in energy, the real shift in the season, the real magic happens at the spring equinox, which is like in March, the vernal equinox, the spring equinox. So that is just something to think about when, you know, go party, have a ball, be safe, watch the ball drop, watch BET. You ain't going to know the people on there anyway. Watch MTV. You don't know nothing about what they singing. How about just like spend time with your friends and family. So that's just my little two cents on the last um, show of the year. Um, Just to just participate in self-care, protect yourself, protect your feelings. You do not have to be around anybody that does not make you feel good. Do not make your children hug anybody that they tell you that they do not want to hug. You do not have to hug anybody that you uh, don't feel good hugging. And you do not have to sit in a room with anybody who has abused you or done anything to you um, in the past and act like it didn't happen. You do not have to do that. You can unapologetically say, I am not coming this year. You can do that. So just you can make other choices if you're caught in the um, stress of the season, please don't do that to yourself. There are other choices and you are able to pivot and do something different like that you've never done different before. So that's my wish for you for the new year and for 2020 is to become more authentic, to become healthier, to become bolder, to become stronger, to become more connected to self, to become more connected with your family and your loved ones and people that care about you and to nourish relationships with people who might need a little extra. Um, So that's really my that's really my last few uh, things that I'd like to say. And if you haven't gotten my book yet. The Awakening and Healing of a Goddess is from Jersey to me. I'm from Jersey, still on my journey to figure out who I am. And um, just get the book. There's uh, mantras, there's meditations, there's journaling prompts. It's at wendycherry.com forward slash book. 
So enjoy the holiday and peace. And thank you for joining me in the sanctuary.